Easy Comply. Simplifying your charge point installations. Another week, another roundup. It's Friday, the 22nd of July. Let's see what's been happening in the EV industry this week. Starting the week with this news, a poll from Centrica Business Solutions has suggested that UK businesses are set to deploy more than 163,000 electric vehicles this year. Now, with all the schemes and grants, it has, of course, made sense for businesses to be early adopters of EVs, and we think it's great news. As the EV transition continues to ramp up, charging infrastructure is being deployed at an accelerated pace. The players involved in that are also increasing in number, while the role of government at both the national and local level is clarifying. Meanwhile, for Liberty Charge, the EV arm of Virgin Media parent company Liberty Global, the focus is almost exclusively on local authorities due to the company's goal of deploying charging infrastructure for those who can't or won't charge at home. Indeed, the role of local authorities in the EV charging rollout is largely centred on on-street charging, with the on-street residential charge point scheme being one way of helping to fund the rollout for local authorities. The government's £450 million local electric vehicle infrastructure fund, which comes as part of a £500 million commitment to bring high-quality, competitively priced public charge points to UK communities, that was also announced earlier this year. Speaking of large amounts of money in the UK, it's planning a multi-million pound hydrogen gigafactory to produce components for vehicles. A UK headquartered firm said on Monday it was building an 80 million pound gigafactory specialising in the manufacture of hydrogen fuel cell components with operations planned to start in the first half of 2024. In a statement, London-listed Johnson Mathay said the facilities in Royston, England would be able to produce 3 gigawatts of proton exchange membrane fuel cell components per year, which should make a significant difference in production. Now, of course, we know about the EV industry and owning an EV car, but there's a much bigger picture to this. A lot of people are talking about how EV owners are set for a huge payout in projects to sell power back to the grid. Now, the storage potential of parked electric vehicles could be harnessed to supply power back to the grid at times of high demand and help us reach that very important net zero that we aim for. Now, this is the proposal of eFlex, a venture led by Cisco's Country Digital Acceleration Programme and Imperial College London so-called vehicle-to-grid technologies, they've explained. Now, they're saying this takes the problem that can be caused by too many electric vehicles recharging at once, placing pressure on the grid and turns it around. Cisco Head of Innovation for UK and Ireland, Peter Shearman, said when you harness the battery capacity of electric vehicles at scale and give that power back to the grid, you begin to reach a critical mass in which you impact carbon emissions, cost-benefit economics, and of course you're in compliance with the government net zero regulations and much more. So with that said, it does seem like a no-brainer and possibly a little bit of a money spinner for EV owners. 
I'm talking about them every podcast, but it's hard not to because Hyundai is storming the EV market with its Ionic 5N, the RN22e, and of course the Envision 74 Concepts, which is a boxy 80s inspired EV with a massive rear wing going sideways. Praise has to be said to the designers at Hyundai. Sliding behind the Turner-inspired RN22e remake of the new Ionic 6, a car already known for its industry-defying looks. Then there is the Envision 74 concept, which pushes all the right buttons for car enthusiasts from the 1980s nostalgia of the boxy Japanese coupes to the recessed grille and the modern LED lights. The concept car takes inspiration from generations of automotive design for an appeal across the spectrum. The Envision 74 cranks the performance up even further. Contrary to the Ionic offerings, the Envision will be a hydrogen fuel cell hybrid, putting down 670 HP and 633 LB of torque through each of the electric motor-driven rear wheels. A tribute to Hyundai's Gigoretti Gerardo, apologies if that is pronounced <laughs> incorrectly, designed in 1974 with the Pony Coupe. The concept of the FCEV is expected to be powered by an 800 battery pack and a 1.1 gallon hydrogen tank with 372 miles of range. So not only are they thinking outside the box with design, they're also coming up trumps with performance. Mercedes-Benz piston cars are losing sales, but EV sales have almost doubled. I think we need a cheer for that one. Now, Mercedes-Benz had bad news. Overall sales are down. Fortunately for the company, it was able to give investors and the press some good news. Its sales of EVs are almost double what they were this time last year. Whilst it's early in the EV transition game, this could be a sign of how the transition will go. On the downside, the company sold about 490,000 units in the second quarter of 2022, which isn't a small number by any standards. But what made it bad is that it represented a 16% drop from last year's second quarter. Now, there's been a lot of changes with regards to schemes, COVID, Brexit. So with that in mind, I think we're still on the right track. Speaking of grants and schemes, the facelifted MG5 EV priced from 30 Speaking of grants and schemes, the facelifted MG5 EV priced from £30,995 in the UK after subsidy acts. Had the UK's plug-in car grant not been discontinued in June, the refreshed MG5 EV would have still cost more than the outgoing model. So although things have changed, it really doesn't seem to be affecting car prices, which at the minute, as we're trying to get early adopters, is the main thing. If you're an EV owner, you will know that actually charging sometimes can be quite nice. It's a bit of time put aside in the day for you to do things that you maybe wouldn't necessarily 20 minutes an hour here or there possibly to get things done now it has been revealed the uk locations that are the nicest to charge your ev coming in top is the a30 strawberry fields it has a farm shop with its own butchers a baker's and a deli it also has two electric car chargers 
We then have the M1 Stockwood Discovery Center in Luton with loads of open space for children and various landscapes to explore. It also has a cafe and shop and is free to enter. There are two EV chargers on site as well. Then you have the M11 Wimpole Estate near Cambridge. The working estate is owned by the National Trust and offers plenty of places to explore whilst also having six EV chargers. The M25 RHS Garden Wisley near Woking is among the UK's best loved and most visited gardens and boasts one of the largest plant collections in the world, as well as having eight EV chargers and replenishes your car's batteries. The M4 Treadgar House near Newport is one of the most significant 17th century houses in Britain. It also has 90 acres of garden and parkland to explore, plus EV charging facilities. And then we have the M6 Redditch Centre near Penrith. Close to the Lake District, the centre has a gallery, a cafe, shops and even a cinema as well as two electric car chargers. So the facilities built around charging is undoubtedly far better than what we've got now with gas stations. We know the EV industry is heavily backed financially and this just proves it. A five minute EV charging startup has raised 59 million pounds. A Cambridge University professor's ultra-fast EV battery startup has raised the money in a Series B funding. Niobolt aims to develop a battery that can achieve five-minute EV charging time. There are startups all over the world working on improving EV battery performance and the EV industry needs all the brain power it can get, but Niobolt is definitely one to watch. Ultra-rapid EV charger rollouts are gathering pace with 40% increase. The number of ultra-rapid charge points has grown almost 40% since the end of 2021, according to new figures from ZapMap. There were 1,290 ultra-rapid charge points in the UK at the start of the year, but that has now grown to 1,803. ZapMap says it shows that the ultra-rapid charging rollout is more than keeping pace with the increase in electric vehicle drivers, which has grown 29% in the first half of 2022. The growth in ultra-rapid charge points is largely due to networks such as MFG EV Power, Instavolt and GridServe Electric Highways, which are rolling out high-speed charging hubs of at least six devices across the country. The total number of charging devices across the UK has also grown up by almost 15% since the end of December, from 28,458 to 32,663. Now this is a big one. EV batteries are to be built with recycled parts by 2040. Environmental sustainability is a top priority for OEMS's latest auto car business. Once a battery is dismantled for recycling, it currently takes 10 years for those recycled parts to be incorporated in a new, commercially available batter. The thing that's important is that we're also ahead of the game in terms of energy sources, OMES has said. There is no point in having an EV if the energy to make the battery is coming from fossil fuels. One way of reducing emissions is to localise battery production, rather than get parts shipped in from 
from overseas, such as China, new legislation to give financial incentives to car makers shipping EVs from the UK to the EU has already been tabled and is set to come into effect from 2027. All these components should make a massive difference and in turn massively affect the environmental sustainability of EV batteries. And finally, here at EV Comply, we have partnered with Fuse to collectively champion the installer community. James Chapman, Partnership Director of EV Comply, said we're proud to boast the biggest network of installers in the UK and are delighted to be able to work alongside Fuse to enhance the offering to both of our user bases. By partnering with Fuse, we can now go even further in smoothing out the pain points of charger installation processes and take an even more prominent role in fast charging the UK's roads towards net zero. We're delighted to be working with Fuse and watch this space. More information can be gathered about this partnership and everything that's happening at EV Comply. Just go to ev-comply.com. And from everybody here, you have a fantastic weekend. Thank <laughs> you.